This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Dr. Fauci has been to Congress and he said this absolutely did not happen. But Dr. Fauci is playing word games. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Dr. Fauci is a word game. Six minutes after nine on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. I just wake up from a blackout or something. I feel like I just. I feel like I drank too much and I, and I just woke up and I'm back at the station and all of this, none of this actually happened. The pandemic-y thing. Um, in case you, you're just tuning in, we're, we're, I'm back at the studio. Trey and I were back on Wearing Rima in the studio. And, uh, this is the first time I've been back, uh, in, in 14 months. And it's very good to be back. Uh, 210-599-5555. You know, and, and uh, we can give our thoughts on, you know, on this, uh, this kind of emergence, you know, all of us coming out of our cocoons. And first off, thanks to KTSA and Alpha Media and Lance and, and Greg and everybody for, uh, letting my fat ass come back to the, <laughs> back to the station. You know what? I, I've had enough of the fit and trim people though. Okay. I've had enough, you know, Elaine is, looks great. She looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Vic, our production guy, uh, just came by. He looks fantastic, right? He's trimmed up and did some, what, what do they call it? Exercise over the past 14 months. Sure. You know, Riccardi looks good on the videos. I've only seen him from the breasts up, so I don't know what the rest of them looks like, but if it follows with what we see on the videos, right? Jack looks like he remained fairly fit. Trey is Trey. I mean, he always looks fit. Right. You look fit. And I'm sick of all, I resent every single one of you. I do. I just, you know, just showing off your little pandemic bodies when you come on in. Like, oh, I've been working out for 14 months and eating right and eating salads. And I look like Santa Claus if, you know, if I shave my, you know, I, I look like I, I'm, I'm a D cup. I, I'm just saying I, I'm, I'm here at the board and my breast is actually on my arms. My breasts are on my arms. Right. Cause I packed on, I put on a little weight. Uh, I did not exercise. Mm-hmm. I did. I barely left my bedroom. Right. Uh, did the whole milk jug thing like Howard Hughes. I'm kidding about that. <laughs> no, he's not. But I went a little nuts. I mean, I just went a little nuts over the past 14 months. Right. And didn't do any exercise, didn't do any of that stuff. I went in the opposite direction. Sure. I became more self-destructive as everyone else got fit and trim and started right. eating granola. Well, here, here's, here's some, uh, just an observation. Yes. Okay. And maybe this will help you because I've been listening to you for the last 10 months go on about, Oh, I've gotten so fat. <laughs> so, you know, when I found out, when I found out Saturday, I was, uh, I was in Arkansas on Saturday. Right. And my wife says, there's something going to happen on the morning show. Trey just posted a video. And I'm like, what the heck? I just met with Greg on Friday and he didn't tell me anything right. was going on. And so it happened very quickly. Nobody right. Really and so I, I watched the video. I'm like, Oh, okay. The guy's going to be back in the studio. Right. And the first thing I thought was, I hope Sean has some clothes. But, I and, haven't and, worn pants. And, you know, because you kept saying, I don't have, I, I've gained 700 pounds. <laughs> I've got nothing to wear. And I thought, well, is he going to show up wearing a muumu? What's going to happen? I almost got just walked out, walked out to my car in my bathrobe. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I just, I, well, in, in all seriousness, you know, and and plus with my with our situation, it was a little even more intense because of my stepdaughter and her condition. We we all pretty much were on lockdown. Right. I mean, I, I I barely left my neighborhood right well, for fourteen months. But here's the <laughs> here's the point I'm getting to, and I and I want you to take this as you will. Okay. It's not as bad as you think. <laughs> I, I can't see my feet. Well, you know, I mean, but I... Plus you, a couple other things. I was, <laughs> just, we, we didn't want to see that anyway. Well. But, but <laughs> after listening to you for all these months, I thought, my God, he's going to be huge. It's, no, it's, it's like a house bad. walking in here. But then you walk in, I'm like, well, you know, I mean, it's not that bad. I got a bit of a floppy neck and a big old gut, you know, because I've just been eating, you know, whatever the hell. Sure. I eat shrimp ranchero, like tacos, like, you know, three times a day. Sure. 
And I, I really, uh, honestly, guys, when I say I didn't leave my bedroom very, most of my life was lived in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And my wife would sleep, uh, you know, in my stepdaughter's room during the week because she doesn't get up at the butt crack of dawn like I do. And so I started smoking cigarettes in the bedroom because I'm in there primarily by myself. Mm -hmm. So I smoked more. Did you at least go by the window? There's a hut. I don't know if we even have a window. There's big dark curtains, but I never look behind them. I don't know what's out there. I hear dogs barking every day. It's the sea. They're watching me, but I, I'm perfectly sane now. It's really wonderful to be back. And, uh, you know, the technology, it's great. It's the wave of the future. The wave of the future. Wave of the future. Wave of the future. But I'm good. I'm fine. It'll all be right. good. So right. it is good to be back. Very good to be back. Right. And, and I, I don't want you to beat yourself up anymore. No, well, thank you. And I, you know, and I, I, I've been, you know, I, it, I think it's a, because it did, it really did happen quick. Like we, none of us knew we were coming back. Yeah. Really. I mean, you guys have been here, but like Trey and I didn't know, you know, we'd heard rumors and buzz and stuff like that, but nothing official. Like I, I didn't know we were coming back officially until Friday. Right. Uh, so at that point, I'm like, cause I'd been saying, well, before I get back, I got to lose some weight. Before I get back, I'm telling my wife. Before I get back, I gotta lose some weight, baby. Mm-hmm. And then boom, shaka laka. There you are. Never quite got that exercise plan going. Right. Then my fat ass had to come back to work. Well, now you have no shift. <laughs> well, you leave the show today. You go home and take your your pappy nap like you always take. <laughs> my pappy nap. And then when you wake up, have a tall glass of water, and then go for a little walk around your neighborhood. Yeah, you go to the gym. I, I th- go to the gym with. What Chris? is this gym of which you talk? Of which you talk? You, you're always you're always speaking to me about these things called gyms. You mean well, gym? not always. You mean Jim's diner? It's, it's and been chicken fried steak. It's, it's been fourteen feet? months since I would ask you every day, and you would say no. I just I became a a a slug. I mean, I just I here's here's my, my daily. Since we're talking about this, we're back. It's kind of interesting. Because uh, are you guys coming back? Are you coming out? You know, are you uh, making it back uh, uh, to to civilization and uh, some sense of normalcy? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And and now you know I can even be I'm, I I'm, I can be a little more honest about things now too since that's right. part of our lives is kind of over. In that, while I did feel blessed to have a job, you know, that I, that a lot of people lost their job. You know, we, we kept our jobs, which was... Especially a, in this industry. Especially in this industry. A lot of folks lost their gigs. And, uh, you know, that's why, thanks to Alpha Media and KTSA, and, and we're all still here, man. And that's a, that's freaking great. Uh, so, you know, I used to say I'd do this show in a port john along I-10 if I had to, if they asked me to. Uh, but you know, now well, you should have been here when the power went out. <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to tell the difference. Kind of would have been the same thing, huh? A little roomier. Yeah, a little dark, you know. So, you know, but I mean, a lot of it really I did not like. I know a lot of people went home and they really, really liked it. And a lot of people are staying home, you know, and I just never really, I need that separation of work and, right. and, and, and home. Well, you uh, know, I, I think that you and I have this in common. We're part of the reason. You got into this line of work is because the buzz you get when you're in this room. Oh yeah, you know it's it's, it's totally different same. than when you're doing it from somewhere else. You, know, you come in this room, you got you know all these electronics surrounding you. Yeah, you know this giant transmitter down the hallway, and it just creates this buzz that you really can't find anywhere else. It's, an it's energy. So, yeah, it really is, and it's so attractive and appealing. You know that you just would rather do that here than anywhere else. Yeah, and yeah, I've always been that way. And yeah. you know, I like seeing you guys and getting your reactions and stuff. I said to Chris, you know, I know that I'm really doing well when I can't see only but the top of your head, and it's red, and your head is nodding because you're laughing. <laughs> maybe we'll have a moment like that today. Yeah, maybe. Boss is already in his office, going, "Why did I let him come back? What was I thinking? What the hell?" I, so it I is... knew something was up on Friday when Tommy, the engineer, was in there. <laughs> Just working like a madman because yeah. you know we had some equipment failures after all the power outages. Back right. In so he was in there working like a madman trying to get it all figured out. And I didn't ask, but I'm thinking, well, they must be coming back soon. Yeah, I mean, like I said, none of us really knew. Trey, and I didn't right. know. Nobody knew, and uh, uh, we were, you know, and, uh, again, this is cool too. Given the, they're everybody given the option, ways we want to stay, stay, want to come back, come back, do whatever you want. And uh, so it was it was cool being back in the studio with Trey and being able to see him and, and see you guys. And I'm just very thankful uh, well, for, for coming back. So. I, I think we're kind of glad you're back, too. Well, thank you. you know, we'll I, see how the rest of the show goes. That may change. Unless it. I suck. Yeah, I mean, right. I don't know. 
how bad you annoy us. My favorite was when you walked in and Chris was running behind you. <laughs> Spraying me with Lysol. <laughs> you and my wife. <laughs> that was the greatest Good thing. God. <laughs> well, look, it fights coronavirus. It says right there. <laughs> I love you, Chris. Have you missed me? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Oh, and I, uh, yeah, so I just, I wasn't a big, I mean, it was, it was difficult. It was, well, and plus it was, you know, it just was a little, it was a different experience, I think, for me, uh, than for some folks. Every, everybody's different, you know, everybody's different on the stay at home well, thing. Cause I mean, you just weren't here physically, so it's not like, you know, we couldn't miss you because we still right. talk to you. Right. We, sure. we couldn't really get away from you. I mean, <laughs> did I say that out loud? You, you did. Yeah. And, and for that, I'm going to repeat. Every morning, I would, because the setup, literally, because I don't, you know, you've been in my house. I don't have a, you know, a lot of extra. So we literally was on the desk right next to my bed. Right. So 5.30, I roll out of bed every day, and the first thing I do is I turn on the equipment. Mm -hmm. And then I send everybody a text, morning, like every day. That's that's my little routine. Every single day. So they know I'm up, they know I'm up, and I'm ready to go. Right, Chris? The first thing I do, 5.30, right? For 14 months, I turn on the equipment, and you can start hearing me. And I check, and I hear a... Uh, Chris hears about 20 minutes. No, he really does. Like, oh, God! Oh, jeez. And it became a joke, that, uh, then we'll take a break, where it was one morning, and I, I forget if, if he texted me or Trey texted me, and I was like, what? What now? I just got up, man. And so for like the next year, Chris every day is texting me, what? In like all caps. Well, it's because, because you, you dialed up, and then I texted you, morning, and you you responded, I heard you. and What? What? The, I, didn't, I haven't even taken a pee yet. <laughs> and just so you know, I was naked a couple of times. All right, two one zero five 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 nine fifty five. Maybe you weren't talking to me. <laughs> what, baby? No, you're. I'm married to you. All right. <laughs> I know Lance is in his office going, "Why did I let him back?" Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. God knows what just happened with this pandemic. Who knows? Maybe we'll find out. Now Dr. Fauci is saying that we need to uh, investigate uh, whether, uh, you know, what happened uh, in Wuhan, uh, it just doesn't tend to leap from animals to humans. Blah, 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 blah. Precisely the opposite of what he was saying to Rand Paul a couple of weeks ago. Um, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who looks like a, a villain in a James Bond movie, like she has knives that come out of her shoes. Doesn't she, Chris? Like she could just stab you, like kick you and stab you like with a knife in her shoe. Uh, she's uh, uh, once again embarrassed herself. Uh <laughs> Out there in Michigan, and uh, there's a photo that came out of her at something called the Land Shark Bar and Grill. Oh boy, that sounds like a fun joint. The land. You think they got any like you know stuffed fish on the walls in that joint, Chris? You think they got any bamboo in that place? The Land Shark Bar and Grill. Oh boy. Uh, and eats Lansing, and she's there with a bunch of her friends, and there's no social distancing, and ain't nobody wearing a mask. Yesterday, I went to fr- went with friends to a local restaurant. As most people arrived, the tables were pushed together because we were all vaccinated. We didn't stop to think about it, Mr. Man. In retrospect, I should have thought about it. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. For First off, I, I'm, I'm glad we're, we're getting through this and we're coming out of this, man. You know, I've all, I, vaccinated, I've got the vaccinate. I've been vaccinated. I'm fully vaxxed. I'm vaxxed. You know, and uh, so I, I don't really give a crap that she was at the Land Shark Bar and Grill. You think they had some Buffett going uh, on the speakers there? Little Jimmy Buffett going? The Land Shark Bar and Grill? 
because I'm kind of done with it. But it, it's it's just a yet another example. Remember the uh, discount private jet trip to Florida? Let's see. What else? Uh, oh, yeah. Remember she said, nobody go on the lake this weekend or you're going to die. And then, like, her husband's getting the boat cleaned. Gavin Newsom, need I say more? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I know I, I'm repeating myself from last week, but I feel like we all just came through a slow-moving car wreck, and I don't think we really are going to know for some time what exactly what the hell happened. Some investigations going on. Rand Paul's not backing down. But I don't know, man. That was some weird crap over the past 14 months. It really was. And time and time again, throughout this whole experience, right? We we saw. People who were in leadership positions, elected officials who were telling us one thing and routinely doing another. Joe doesn't know what the hell to do. He doesn't know if he put a mask on, take it off, put it on. I don't know what do I do. So I I, I don't know. I, I mean I I am glad it's over. I uh, Trey and I were talking on wearing Rhymo seven to nine Monday through Friday, right here in this studio. Was saying like you know, and I think I saw this poll myself that like twenty percent, up you know almost roughly around twenty percent of Americans in this country don't think this is over, and they're still wigged out by it, and they're still walking around with their stupid masks on, and they're still living in pandemicyville. Some people, I guess, really like it. I don't know why. I, I don't. I don't understand it. I really don't understand that. I, I don't know what it is. If it's you know they like working at home. They they like to the, uh, they like uh, they like to accessorize with the masks. I because look, I've met people who genuinely enjoy wearing the masks for some strange reason. I don't know why. Or if it's like we were talking, it's you know like they some folks just like being told what to do by the government. I I don't know. I don't understand anyone wanting to continue to live this way. Because I am so relieved that uh, at least as far as my life, it's pretty much over. Because I think the past 14 months have really sucked. <laughs> to be honest with you, let's put it that way. It's just, you know, we also have more investigations in Wisconsin and some of these other states where they had contested, uh, you know, stacks of uh, ballots from the election that just appeared overnight. And they're starting to look seriously into uh, uh, some of the claims by some of the folks that worked at some of these polling places. It's just like we said on the uh, on the Wear and Rhyme show. I think they're both connected, man. I think they're both intertwined. Uh, I let me just state my uh, since we're starting all resetting and starting all over again here. Let me just state my basic opinion, which has been the same since this began. I do believe there was intentionality uh, with the Chinese government, not the Chinese people. Okay, they they were engaged in a pro democracy movement at the time. Don't forget about that. And I think uh, the government at the time were going through a nasty uh, tra- uh, tariff war with Donald Trump. They, Trump's also encouraging companies to bring their operations back home. He's also encouraging some of the other countries that China's got some relations, some economic relationships with to uh, start distancing themselves from China. And boom, shakalaka, a big, big, fat, stupid global pandemic. The busts out of a, a, a lab, a virus lab in Wuhan where we're now starting to see that possibly American dollars went in in grant form, plus some personnel to this lab to do this uh, change of... uh, What is it? I just went blank on it. Oh, the function, uh, changing the function of the virus. Gain of function. Gain of function. Adding function to the virus so that it could uh, move from animals to, to humans. The whole thing stinks. And uh, I gotta take a break, but uh, you know, do you think we'll ever really, really know what the hell just happened? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSa FM one zero seven one. Nam Sean nine thirty nine. Well, hell, we gotta talk about some gender crap today. Gonna talk about gender crap. You know, there was a time, I, I, I know divorce really isn't in the cards. My wife and I are, are, are so much in love, and, and plus I know that uh, it would never really come to a divorce. It would just come to me being murdered in my sleep. You know what I mean? There's no diver- divorce. It's, you know, I get murdered in my sleep. That That's how this marriage ends. 
So I, I, we're going to be together forever. But yeah, Chris, I, and, and Don, I thought for a second, you know, if I were single again, maybe, maybe Demi Lovato and I could have something. Well, all that went, went away. I, I'm just, she's in the news now constantly for being an idiot. She's just constantly in the news now for being an idiot because she keeps talking mm-hmm. on video. Right. On a stupid Instagram account. And remember, was it last week? Yeah, it was last week she came out as non-binary. She's got a short, stupid-looking haircut now because she's 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 non-binary. Mm-hmm. There's no binary. There's no male, female. She's just Demi. All right, and 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 so today now she's coming out with, and I've sort of heard this before. That uh, it, you know it, she's really against people telling other people they look good. So, like, you know, like, uh, we spent most of the day talking about how, you know, a lot of, some folks here at the station have, have spent the past 14 months getting all fit and trim. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Elaine looks fantastic. Right. Well, if I, if to me, if to me, Lovato were here, when I looked at Elaine and said, you look fantastic, well, then to me would have been upset with me. Right. Uh, if you don't know someone's history with food, please don't comment on their body. Because even if your intention is pure, it might leave that person awake at 2 a.m. overthinking that statement. Was she wearing a shirt unbuttoned down to her navel as she made this comment? I was wondering. Right. I was wondering. That's usually what happens with her. Yeah, she right. likes showing them off. How can we consider you non-binary when it's obvious? You're binary. <laughs> You're at least one half of that equation. Her her point and her point is in that if somebody had you know got thin. Because they had an eating disorder, then you telling them they look great or they look thin makes them focus on their body somehow in a negative way. Mm-hmm. In other words, let's see, does it feel great? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, could you imagine dating this chick? Does it feel great? Yeah, sometimes. But only the loud-ass eating disorder voice inside my head says, see, people like a thinner you. Or if you eat less, you'll lose even more weight. But it can also sometimes suck because then I start thinking, well, damn, what did they think of my body before? It's like, oh, my God, this is just you to me. No no other chick is having this issue but you, man. You're it. As we sit here week after week and learn more about Demi Lovato, does it seem to you, and maybe this is just me, does it seem to you that every disorder known to mankind, she has experienced it at one time or another? She has. Or is currently. Or is currently. Right. She's got multiple uh, right. disorders at different times. Yeah, she's no, an she ob- does. She's an obsessive compulsive hypochondriac. Well, see, she, there you she go. is. That, that's, I with think body that's image problem. issues, right. right? Yeah, but isn't it kind of funny that like with the, most women and, and men know this? If they're intelligent men and men of wisdom, know that when a woman asks them, "Does this make me look fat?" You, what do you say? Oh no, you look great. No. You look fantastic. Or if a woman does lose weight and looks and looks good, and I I, I bring up Elaine again because Elaine looks great. You know, it, it, when Lovato is saying that if you say to someone they look great, how dare you say that to me? Now you've just upset me because maybe I had a food eating disorder. You know what I mean? It sort of inverts that whole "do I look fat" thing. You can't win. I you can't win. I would stick butter knives in my ears if I had to spend three hours with this chick. You can't win with her. You can't tell her she looks great. You can't tell her that she looks like hell. You can't tell her anything. She's just always upset, man. Can't you tell her you look okay? Yeah, that's with that. You just look okay. I have an idea, and, and you know, if I ever have the chance to interview her, I'll say, "How about if we just ignore you? What if we just don't say anything?" <laughs> to me, is that cool? Act like you don't even exist. If you don't say anything, then I'll worry about why you're not saying anything. And it seems to me that's kind of what you want us to do anyway. <sighs> She is one high-maintenance chick, man. I'll just say it. With an incredible PR person. With an incredible, because we're talking about her. There she is again. I'm talking about Demi Lovato. Who cares? But yet, I'm talking about her. Because after some hard, self-reflective work, she's figured out that she's non-binary, only don't say anything about her boobs. Okay. 210-599-50. She's semi-Lovato. She's (laughs) semi-Lovato. <laughs> That's perfect. Jeez. Does this make me look fat? No. How dare you? Two one zero five.
What are you saying? I didn't look good, fat? No, I mean, you look better, not fat. Oh, so I look better, fat. You know, you just couldn't win with that chick. Oh. I, I couldn't deal with it, man. Don't even bother to try it. Don't even bother to try, man. To me, enjoy your lonely non-binary life, because after the last few videos, very few males are going to want to have, very few binary dudes are going to want to have anything to do with you. They're going to say, bye, Nary. Bye, Nary. Oh, and uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot is married to a white chick. 210-599-5555. Just want to toss that in there. You like the honkies when you go at home to one, but you don't like them talking to you, do you? Now, you want to run that by me again? Hey, where are the white women at? At, at the mayor's house. That's where they are. You just don't ask her any questions. That must have been a fun night around the dinner table. Can you pass that? No, don't ask me a question. I was just going to ask for the butter. I said don't ask me a question. You ain't black or brown. 210-599-5555. Well, that's such, such a stupid world. It really is. It's just such a stupid world, man. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Really, really glad to be back. Glad to be back here at the studio. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Everybody is glad. Well, my wife is glad I'm back. Most of my family is glad I'm back. I think the cats are glad I'm back. Both dogs, the neighbors, they're all glad I'm back. (laughs) Well, that's just sad. Wasn't all that healthy over the past 14 months, Chris. She wasn't all that healthy. I mean, I know it's kind of a shocker, but let's see. I I have bad habits, and I'm done at 11 a.m., and I'm in my jammies. The hell you think's gonna happen? Um, <laughs> Wife didn't get home on six thirty or seven. I just lie around the house in the room, watching the Jewish Jesus and Jimmy Swaggart reruns. It's been exciting. What? <laughs> Here's Dan. I do. I watch Jimmy Swaggart reruns because the music's fantastic, and uh, there's a show called The Jewish Jesus that I like to watch. Beloved. Here's Dan. And all, all God's children said amen. Dan, you there? Yes, sir. How you doing, hey, Dan? Uh, oh, pretty good. How are you? I'm glad to be back, man. Glad to be back. Oh, I can imagine. Um, hey, we're talking about um, Demi Lovato saying she's not binary. I, I, I remember the term binary in my computer class, meaning uh, ones and zeros. Does that mean she's not binary? Does that mean she's just a zero or? Well, uh, yep, and she's proving it every day. Um, <laughs> one zero 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 one one zero one zero one 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 zero 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 one 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 zero 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 one. Is that what it now is? Now a level zero or something like that. <laughs> well, but and this is my point. I said this the other the other week when she first came out with this bizarre crap, and I don't care about Demi Lovato. I like her when she's walking away. I think you know why. But, uh, you know, when people say they're non-binary, which means two, essentially, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, zero, one, one, zero. I mean, right, you're not one of one thing. You're not binary, bi, you know, bicycle. You don't have eight wheels on a bicycle, right? You got two. So the idea is that there's not, you're non-binary. You're not one of the two genders. But by saying you're non-binary, aren't you kind of also accepting that there are two genders if it's non-binary maybe that puts her into a different species i think she's been there for a long time man different species (laughs) all right thanks for the call god disney really messed up a lot of people didn't it when they were in these shows when they were kids you know what i mean wasn't she one of those damn shows on a disney channel or something like that chris like a hundred years ago Uh, miley's totally nuts you know it just screwed them all up 210-599-5555. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five, and then we have good uh, students like uh, this young lady in Connecticut, Connecticut, Chelsea Mitchell. 
Uh, Chelsea Mitchell uh, was rated the fastest female runner in the state in the 55-year, uh, 55-yard dash. She's a runner, and she was very good at it, and she did very well. And then uh, she lost about, this is from the Breitbart story, she lost uh, about a dozen titles in 2017, the state of Connecticut, ruled that dudes claiming to be uh, girls could compete in school sports with biological girls, and she started losing races to dudes. And so she wrote an op-ed piece over the weekend and said uh, it's simply unfair in destroying girls' sports. Uh, She noted that all her training and physical conditioning often came to naught because her opponents had the advantage, quote, all I can think about is how all my training, everything I've done to maximize my performance might not be enough simply because there's a runner on the line with an enormous physical advantage, a male body. Well, Twitter went nuts, social media went nuts on her, and people commenting on the U.S. It was published in USA Today went nuts. She's transphobic. She's an extreme Christian. She's a hater. She's a hater be hating. But certainly most of them agree she's transphobic and she hates trans people. Which is a load of crap. Uh, you know, because that's like saying, uh, you know, if, if a dude can grow a beard, you know, somehow that's evil. I mean, it, it's, it's the idea that there, there really is no biological difference. There's no gender. So whatever you claim about your, yourself is what you are. Uh, so if you claim to be a chick, even though you're a dude, and you start winning uh, uh, championships in, in, in female sports, what I call you is a cheater. You're cheating, man. Dude, you're cheating. And it's sad because, like she said, she put a lot of effort and work. There are scholarships at, 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 uh, at, you know, up for grabs here. It's sad. It's weird. Stupid. But here's what Chris on Twitter says. Cis people don't actually care whether or not the sport is fair. They only care about dehumanizing transgender people. Oh, sit down and shut up. You run the 500-mile dash or whatever the hell it is. Uh, We're going to take a break, and then we'll be back and talk about some other stuff on our first day back here in the studio. Uh, First time I've worn pants with a belt in 14 months. Feeling good. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Because of the big lie, Republicans are afraid to move on, move on to crafting policies, um, you know, that they support. And as long as the Republican Party is in the grips of one man, one man, and they will not move forward. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Donna Brazil, she's talking about Trump. You need some psychiatric help. You people need to get over this stuff, man, you Democrats. Let it go, man. You got other Republicans to worry about now. News Talk 550 KTSA. One of them is Greg Abbott, man. News Talk 550 KTSA. It's Sean. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Greg Abbott is really kicking some ass, man. I mean, he really has the past few weeks, man. Let me see if I can stack it up here, Chris. Let's see. We, we're now we're we're looking at a bill that would that bans the defunding of police in Texas, right? Uh, we have another one that might be signed into law, I think, soon, which would ban the teaching of critical race theory in the state of Texas in Texas schools, which I think is a good idea because it's basically teaching pe- teaching people to be racist, and it's flawed history, deeply flawed history. Uh, what else? Do, I'm trying to think of it all now. <laughs> There's been so many. What was the other one that uh, I was thinking about just a few minutes ago? Uh, well, constitutional carry. We'll see. You know what ha- what happens with that. Uh, hopefully that'll that'll you know not suffer too much damage and uh, and and be signed into law. Uh, the abortion uh, law. You know, a heartbeat bill. You know, they can detect a heartbeat. You can't have an abortion, and uh, you know, people can be busted for doing that. Uh, you you can't uh, if you're protesting something. You can't block an ambulance or an emergency vehicle. 
or it'll the 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 charge will be much worse than what it is now, which is some kind of misdemeanor. Then it goes up to a fel- felony of some kind, and uh, your ass is going to jail, which it should. And you know, I was talking about this with Trey earlier earlier in the morning that uh, you know you got DeSantis, you got Greg Abbott, and they're truly reflective of the people. They're doing things that are truly uh, rolled, you know, the 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 ban mask mandates, essentially. I think what the Democrats are finding out right now, and I, maybe this is why they, they're bringing up Trump again, I don't know. But what they're finding out is that they've really overreached in, in a lot of the, much of their agenda. And I think they're, they, they really rolled the dice on the moron factor perhaps a little much, or maybe people... Woke up, you know, during the pandemic and not woke up or become woke in the way that we're, we're used to describing it, but woke up to the extremes, you know, defunding the police. That's another one. Can't do that. Uh, the, the problem with the Democrat agenda right now is that it's not supported by most people. Quite the opposite. I mean, if you, if you look at who's mostly against defunding the police, who is it? African Americans in these crummy neighborhoods across the country. I know people in Baltimore that are like, no, don't defund the police. We can barely leave our homes now. Uh, most people think critical race theory is a bunch of racist crap. Most people think the woke culture is a bunch of racist crap. Unless you're a politician or a, or a, a CEO of a major corporation, then you're terrified of these folks. It's just way, it's gone way too extreme. Uh, you know, the gender thing. There's no genders, and there's infinite number of gen- genders, and, you know, if a dude wears a dress, you got to see a woman, man, or you're the hater. Something wrong with you. You know, and uh, there's a, a grand disconnect or a vast disconnect between a lot of folks on the left and the American people, and the American people, are, are, are they're waking up to it. And these governors like DeSantis and Abbott, they know that. They know that. Uh, you know, I, I'm not an extremist in by any measure. I, I am what I, as I tell you every stinking day, I'm a little right of center. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a smidge right of center. And everything I just listed off that Greg Abbott is about, you know, as far as signing it into law, I agree with. Every single one of those things I agree with, and I'm not an extremist. Most people, uh, you know, they want the cops in their neighborhoods. They believe in law enforcement. They support law enforcement. Uh, most people, whether you want to get into the legality or, legality or the illegality of abortion, most people have a, a dim view of it, at least. Most people, uh, white or black or brown, think critical race theory is a bunch of crap. In other words, I, I believe, I really believe that most Americans are reasonable thinking human beings. <laughs> they want the roads fixed. They want a military to fight the bad guys and protect us. They want law enforcement on the streets. They don't want to uh, pay a crap load in taxes. They want to be able to earn a decent living and, and live their lives, man. And just live their stinking lives. Most people I don't believe are racist. Most people think this gender crap is a, is just that, a bunch of crap. And I think more Democrats need to start waking up to the fact that, first off, you got to stop talking about Trump. Okay, Trump's not the president anymore. He may go to some rallies. He may endorse some folks. But that time is over. You guys got what you wanted. You cheated, but you got it. But I think increasingly they're going to see the more extreme they, they become, that, uh, you know, the, the American people are going to say, blank you, saying who we are this is not who we are. And that's where I get a little, you know, it gets almost a little offensive uh, for me living in San Antonio because we, we have leadership, you know, unfortunately, because we had low voter turnout. We got the same leadership downtown. And the, 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 this, the agenda I described is the agenda, the agenda they have, and that does not represent San Antonio. Uh, just last week, I think it was, <coughs> uh, 
Ron Nuremberg, I think, was talking about, or maybe the judge, maybe both of them, like there's, like it matters, right? We're talking about fighting homophobia in San Antonio. Oh, we got to stamp out homophobia in San Antonio. And then I uh, did a little research on San Antonio, and apparently San Antonio is like one of the top five cities in this country that is gay-friendly. Far from phobic or far from hateful. Can you hear that? Those are the dark clouds of my mind passing by. Um, you know, most people, again, most people are decent people, I think. I really do believe that. Uh, you know, a few, few weeks ago or a couple of months ago, we had this one restaurant, which we kind of never heard exactly what did happen there, but we had this one restaurant, I think the Noodle Tree, that was defaced or vandalized. And so there's Nuremberg trotting out, you know, every Asian American group of people, coalition he can, he can come up with. And, uh, and, uh, you know, we're going to fight, uh, anti Asian American, uh, hate, uh, hatred here in San Antonio. And I, I, I just, I don't, it, it, it's not here. It doesn't, this is the most non racist and non hateful, you know, town I've ever lived in. This is the most, let me put it to you this way. This is the most inclusive and intertwi- culturally intertwined city I've ever lived in. I've lived in some places that were pretty freaking racist. But not San Antonio. It's culturally d- diverse. And that's where I think that, that liberal gets really kind of offensive. And it should be to a lot of folks because we actually live in a great town. We live in a great town. Is it getting violent? Is there weird violence? We got shootings every night? Yeah. But again, most people want the cops out there. Most people support the blue. Your leadership wants to get rid of the blue or dramatically reduce it. But they don't have to live in those neighborhoods, do they? So, you know, I, I, I hope that this, this, this vast disconnect between the radical agenda of the left or the fascist left in this country and most Americans uh, starts to open the eyes of more Democrats. I hope more Democrats start to get woke to how screwed up their own agenda is. I talked to Alex here. I talked to Alex. All right. Oh, hey, Rima. Oh, hey, man. How you doing? All right. Good. All right. So this is this is typical Democrat. You know, Biden comes out and tells us all about the the Asian hate wave, right? <laughs> right. There's no Asian hate wave. There's no gay hate wave. I was born and raised in San Antonio. We people in San Antonio don't give a crap about what your sexual preference is, what your color is. We've never had that problem in this city. Okay. No, I know. Until yeah. Now, until now, we have the largest. Martin Luther King March in the nation. That's right. Okay? So tell me how racist we really are. This is so stupid. And and yes, the the leadership wants the police gone. That's why there's a spike in crime. I mean, it all comes from leadership. Yeah, well, and that's something we've noticed. Their heads. Something we've noticed in, in many of these cities across the country, where they like Austin, where they actually have defunding the police, defunded the police, dramatically reduced their budgets, and the crime goes off the charts, man. Yeah, well, follow Soros. Follow the Soros money. Right. And you can follow the crime wave across the United States, not just San Antonio, the United States. This is a concerted effort to literally dismantle our society. And I, I think buy you're right. On this crap. Well, but I, I think it's fewer crazy. people are buying off on it than they expect, than they, than they are, you know, thinking. Uh, I, at least I hope so. I mean, there are a fair amount of morons in the country that. Glom onto this stuff because it makes them feel good about themselves, or it gives them a decent reason to post on social media, and virtue signal, or what have it have you. But most Americans, I think, of reasonable mind, know what a bunch of crap this is. <laughs> Absolutely, and but yeah. the problem is the media supports this this narrative that oh, we're all so hateful, You're right. we're, we're we're systemically racist, we're systemically homophobic. Uh, That's all crap. It is crap, okay? man. I appreciate the call, man. You know what I mean? Like, like you're filled with hate if you see a guy dressed as a woman, which I don't think most people give a crap about until it gets into, like, sports and stuff like that. I don't think most people give a crap if a dude wants to live as a woman, you know, or vice versa. But when you start saying to reasonable people you're hate-filled if you don't actually see a woman, well, come on, man. People are going people of good reason are going to start peeling away. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. 
San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. We're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. FM 1071. Chris gave me a strange look. Was it because I went, Is that weird? Yeah. Uh, first day back uh, to the Radier station after uh, 14 months, and I'm really uh, happy to be back. It's hard to believe, man. It's been almost a year and a half, almost a year and a half. And I don't know where you are in your life. Are you uh, are you are you back uh, in your your Are you back to work or going wherever physically you worked before? Are you continuing to work at home? Uh, are you still wearing a mask? Or are you maskless? Have you gotten the vax thing, the vaccination? You got the vaccination? Because I got the vaccination, so I, I ain't wearing no damn mask no more. Uh, where are you? 210-599-5555. Are you one of these people that really kind of likes the pandemic and you're still freaked out by it and you think the government continues to need to tell us what to do and stuff and what to think and how to live? Uh, 210-599-5555. Also, uh, it's it's Bob Dylan's 80th birthday. Bob Dylan's 80th birthday, and you, you know, have you ever like? And I'm not look. I'm not anti Bob Dylan. Okay, I'm not anti Bob Dylan. I just think the dude can't sing. That's all. Hey, 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 hey. I just think the dude can't sing. But if you're not so like, plus he's 80 years of age. Good on him, man. Good on him. I, but yeah, have you noticed that when it comes to Bob Dylan, that's, it, that might be different from other folks, uh, in that, but you, if you love Bob Dylan, you don't want to hear one critical thing about Bob Dylan. It's like a religious cult, man. Like, you know, I got to be careful when I start talking smack about Bob Dylan, too. Yeah, well, you do, because they get up. Old hippies get upset about that crap, man. He started talking crap about Bob Dylan. There are two in particular. You, if you if you knock them, old hippies get really mad at you. Right. Bob Dylan and Neil Young. And Neil Young, and I can't stand freaking Neil Young either. Right. Yeah. Ugly old weirdo. There is an old hippie that lives in Blue Hill, Maine, that wants to kick my ass because I one time had the gall <laughs> to say to him that Gordon Lightfoot was a Way better singer-songwriter than Neil Young, and oh. the old dude, the old dude wanted to fight me right there. The old hippie, yeah. peace and love, and I'll kick right. your ass. He thought you, it was the worst thing he'd ever heard anybody say to him. And it was about Neil Young. Yeah, I said Neil Young ain't all that. Well, he's so, not. What do you mean? I said he's a pretty decent writer, but I don't want to listen to him all day. Keep on rocking in the free world. You want to find a, a, the best Canadian singer-songwriter, Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon oh, Lightfoot. Ooh. Ooh man, he wanted to fight. Oh, oh he was, did he? Oh, he was, Old hippies, they'll kick your yeah, ass if you if you don't up, like their music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And the tie dye shades. Uh, you know, and the bad thing is, I had hired him to do some electrical work on my house. <laughs> oh no, I had to finish it myself. <laughs> I <laughs> bet. He storm off. Yeah, he was all mad. Off. He got in his Subaru Forester and drove off. I never saw him again. Can't believe you said that about Neil, man. Do your own electric stuff, man. Right. That's not groovy, man. Right. Keep on rocking in the free world. I want to see you smile again. I can't stand freaking Neil Young. He looks like he needs to bathe. There's a dirty-looking dude, man. Right? Isn't he hooked up with Daryl Hannah? Aren't they yeah, married? They're married. What the hell's wrong with you, Daryl? What happened to you? She likes a good musician, apparently. I'm Daryl. Daryl Hannah's husband. I'm Neil Young. Remember, she was with Jackson Brown for many years. Maybe. She's got a thing for the folk, yeah. the dirty-looking folk dudes, doesn't right. she? Right. Yeah, that's Disney. Can't talk about Bob Dylan. People get pissed off. Can't talk about Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan doesn't like to talk about Bob Dylan. No. Bob I'm Dylan right. doesn't like Bob Dylan. <laughs> you know, it's like he doesn't even like himself. You know what I mean? He's not going to give an interview to talk about himself. Well, I saw him on uh, Scorsese did that documentary on the Rolling Thunder tour, and right. I want because Kinky was a part of that. Right. It's Back a great documentary. Too. Oh, it is. Tremendous. It is. But yeah. you get Dylan there. It's like, I don't remember. That was 40 years ago. <laughs> that was Bobby Stone. <laughs> what was it like being an icon of the 60s and reinventing folk music? I don't know. It's probably high. <laughs> That's when Ringo and, I, Ringo and I were hanging out. It was probably all messed up. 
Well, he's one of those guys where he just assumes the music should speak for itself. You know, I do too. He's not, a, he's, long as he's not singing it, right? You know, and I, you know, have to agree his 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 vocal skills are not for everybody. Well, and he sounds like a totally different dude in every song. Right. You, you never know who the hell you're listening to. Yeah, because you know, you got the guy who sings "Lay Lady Lay 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 Lay." He's trying to sound like Elvis. Then it's like really too. Yeah, there you go. Right. Let's go to Tom. He's offended. Tom, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Hey, I think Bob Dylan sounds like Blind Moon Chipman. Blind's like what? Blind Melon Chitlin. That was teaching John. Teaching John. <laughs> Blind Melon Chitlin. Remember that? Going to go downtown. Go to How's that go? I can't remember it now. <laughs> we can't say it all. Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong's a better singer than Bob right. Dylan. It was great. I loved it when he played his harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was looking at his neck, man. Um, <laughs> Dave's not here. <laughs> Just don't look at his neck. Uh, one of the most boring interviews I've ever done in my life is Tommy Chong. Cause he's just, you know, he's always stoned. He's stoned. Right. He's always stoned. Sure. Doesn't necessarily make for a fascinating interview, I'm just saying. <laughs> what do you got going uh, this week, Tommy? I know you're going to be in town. Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'll be grooving, man. I don't even know what's out of it, man. The first day I went downtown, I looked for a job. I'm next door neighbors with John Johnson, man. He can size you, man. I just, I, I'm sick of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm sick of all the old hippies, man. No more old hippies. Because now, cause now our generation are the old farts, you know? Right. Now Billy Idol's out there looking all 70 years of age. <laughs> When I get offended, people start talking crap about Billy Idol and Bono, like like an old hippie with sure. Dylan. Here's Alex. Alex was on your brain. What do you think of me? <laughs> What's going on, Hi, man? Good morning. Thank you for thank you for taking my call. Listen, I uh, did see Billy Idol when he came to Tobin Way, and the guy still got a six pack, and that little side of that mouth is still up. That's but why I'm saying you don't make fun of Billy Idol, man. That's not tubular. It's not gnarly, man. I, I never liked Bob Dylan because I don't get off the talk music. The guy never sang. He would talk. Now his son. What do you mean by that? Song out. You guys have a good weekend, right, Thank man. you. Oh, poor Jacob Dylan. One song, man. One headlight, one tune, and that's all yep. the tune ever did, man. <laughs> There's my hit. <laughs> well, you know, really, how do you, how do you follow Dylan's that Dylan's kid. What are you supposed to do, man? Your dad is like on the Mount Rushmore of songwriters. You're going to come in. Hey, I'm uh, that guy's kid. This is the Gilligan's Island theme. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> All right. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. How are you? How are you? you? Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. I kind of sound like what Chris used to have to hear every morning when we were in lockdown. I told you I'd wake up, and I don't go to the phones, right? I'd wake up, and I'd turn the equipment on in my bed chamber. And this is pretty much what I sound like when I first awaken in the morning. Ah! Ah! Yeah! Ah, I mean, I just sound like I'm, like t- someone's taking a hot iron to my butt or something. I just sound like I'm just in constant pain. Well, at least you made it radio friendly. I was ready on the dump for what I really would hear. <laughs> so it's lovely to be back. Lovely to be back. Uh, people are calling about Bob. Bob Dylan turns 80 years of age today. And what's the Mickelson story? Phil Mickelson, he's the golf guy, right? And he's 50. And he won the PGA. Is that what it is? The Paga? Because uh, I don't really follow golf. He won that big Paga thing. And he's 50, and everybody's saying, oh, it's so sweet that a 50-year-old man. He won a golf tournament over the weekend. Over the weekend. Right. And he's 50. Well, you know, when you think about it, there are guys in their 50s who won golf tournaments all over the country this weekend. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. But this is a big one. That's a big so, deal. He's swinging a stick. Right. Let's see a 50-year-old sumo, sumo wrestler doing all right. You know, to be honest with you, when I was a kid, I just assumed all golfers were in their 50s. Well, yeah, it's like an old fart thing to do. Yeah, well, I'm just, come on, it just sort of is. It was back then. It was. Come on. We thought only old people played golf. 
I've never played a single round of golf. Your grandfather and your uncle Bert played golf every weekend. I only ever played miniature golf with the mermaids and the plastic mermaids with the seashell things. What for? (laughs) See how you are. (laughs) Did you cheat on your sword? Are you sparring with me? Get it? Par, spar, spar, like par, spar. That was a bad joke. Yeah, right. That sucked. But what is it now? People like because he was fifty. It's like fifty was because Trey was saying fifty was the new thirty. Mm-hmm. Like, have you looked at me, man? What are you talking about? Fifty is the new. I had a buddy of mine uh, over the weekend actually. Ron, who's a very good friend of mine, and friend of my you know, my, my wife, and you know his wife is my wife's cousin, and 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 the dude's my age. He's he's fifty three, and he looks like he's ten years younger than me. It's just not fair. Don't you hate that? I resent you, Ron. If you're listening, I resent you. Fifty-three-year-old dude looks looks like he's forty-three. Right. You know, I, I look like I'm you know north of Barnaby Jones here, and you know, and I'm Matlock. Oh, I locked the dude. In. <laughs> hey, Matt, right? I look like freaking Matlock. <laughs> here, Randy. How you doing, Randy? Hey, doing okay, Sean. How are you? Another day in paradise, man. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Hey, I just had a quick comment about Bob Dylan. <laughs> what is it? What? About about him not being a great singer or anything like that, you're you're absolutely right because everybody that's ever taken a Bob Dylan song and done it themselves has made a better song than Bob Dylan. <laughs> well, it's true. I, it's true. I mean, the Birds took a mediocre Mister Tambourine Man and made it into a hit. Yeah, and it's, what a great tune, Bob Dylan's version. Hey, Mister Tambourine Man. <laughs> Well, it sounded horrible, didn't it? <laughs> well, I'm just saying that yeah, Roger McGuinn, I love the birds, man. The birds are great, man. But you're right. Everybody takes a, they take the they Dylan songs and do much better versions. They should have taught Bob Dylan how to sing on key. He's from the Midwest. They don't they don't sing in, on key in the Midwest. Didn't he grow up in like some in the Midwest somewhere? Was that it? From Minnesota. He's from Minnesota. Who sings on key in Minnesota? Oof, uh, Prince. Not Bob. Okay, Prince, but who else? <laughs> hey, Mr. Sam Weaver, give me a Geritol. Sound like there's something wrong with his nose. I, and I'm not anti-Bob Dylan, don't get me wrong. I just he, He's a brilliant writer, but the voice. He wrote, he wrote some stuff that sounded mediocre, and everybody... No, I mean, lyrically, no, he's a great poet. I'm not going to take that away from him, but, uh, uh, you know, the voice. Let's make this into a great song, and most of the time they did. Hey, Mr. Tambourine, give me a heating pad. Right, All right, man, thanks. It's spot on. You know, this is, I'm okay, I'm 53, and I've discovered just how wonderful heating pads are. I don't even exercise. I just lay on one every night. I don't know why. I just feel I love heating pads. Didn't you tweak your back a while ago when you were bent over putting your chocolate back on or something? Or? <laughs> you know, it actually, I figured out that that's why I do wear chocolates, because I can't put solid shoes on because it causes me too much pain. God bless heating pads. Let me get some of that Ben Gay next. <laughs> so I'll have that smell. In fact, I, I'm going to slather myself in Ben Gay so when I come in in the morning and Trey's here. Right. I want I, just to see if he says anything or if he's polite, you know, because he's a Christian. So if he's going to polite, he won't say anything. But I'll no. reek of of Ben Gay. Well, you know, he's he's a Christian, but he's also honest. He'll say, "Boy, you stink." What the hell is that? What you got? <laughs> you put on Ben Gay? What's wrong with you, boy? Two one zero five nine. Do you like heating pads? Taking your calls. Two one zero five nine. While I was on lockdown, I discovered new things I'd never tried before, like heating pads. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're taking some risk out there. I was living wow. on the edge, I'm man. Sorry. I'm glad you're still alive. I put it on the red light, too, right. so it was really hot. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny, though, is, is as I've been listening to you broadcast from home every day, uh, is to to slowly listen to you slip into madness. I as, did. As the time went on. I really lost yeah, it. Yeah. I lost my ass. There, were, really days, there <laughs> were days where I was calling people, maybe somebody should go over and check on them. I, I would, yeah, because certainly everybody else stayed. They just li- I, I was like the exorcist girl. You know, like I just lived in this room at the end of the hall that nobody wanted to go in. Right. Strange noises coming out of there every Strange morning noises. around 5.30. <laughs> <laughs> Orange juice! <laughs> 
Mary Yeah, I was it was bad. <laughs> Trade, you know, we did Trade, I would say hi in the morning. He's like, a pleasant day for a <laughs> for a radio show. Uh, uh, power of Christ compels you. I mean it, I did. I got a little weird there. A little weird. Yeah. Spending ninety percent of your time in the bedroom smoking cigarettes. Eating shrimps ranchero that are two days old. Naked. Two one zero five nine nine. That's a Tom Waits song. That's I, a Tom Waits song I right did, there. I just you know, I I just did. I lost it, man. I lost it over the lockdown. I'm not gonna lie to you people. I lost it a little, man. It was just a little too much time alone, that's all. all right. <laughs> Wave of the future. Wave of the future. Wave of the future. How many pages did you write? All work, no play. I, I did, <laughs> right. It's going to be a bestseller, Wendy. All right, 210-599-5555. The only contact you had to the outside world were these videos you film in your bathroom. In the bathroom. Right. And my wife would bring me some, I brought you some tacos, Sean. Syria, when I'm in here and you hear me videotaping... All right, two one zero five nine. Shows ridiculous. Hey, what do you want from me? It's the first day back, man. It's all a little weird, okay? Two one zero five nine nine. Wait, your video She walks in there and on the toilet paper roll, it's just written in sharpie. All work and no play makes Sean a dull boy. All work and no play makes Sean a dull boy. Making <laughs> making art from your cigarette butts. Making cigarette butt art. Seeing people that aren't there. No, like a butler in my bathroom. No, Mr. Reimer, you have always been the talk show host here. <laughs> For her All birthday, right. you made her a necklace made of cigarette butts. <laughs> like we used to make those macaroni I made it with my own two hands there, baby. <laughs> but I'm okay. I love being home every day. 210599. 55 Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Everybody having a good time? Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, we're going to be hanging out. Well, i got a few minutes here. And that show went quick. And then tomorrow will be a much more normal show. <laughs> Well, maybe not, but you know, uh, it, it'll be. Uh, it, it's good. It is good to be back, and uh, I think we all need to uh, kind of get back into our uh, rhythms here, our usual normal lives, uh, because again, I, I and this is what still is weird to me that some people really do, they really did kind of and are enjoying life uh, during the pandemic, and they really don't want it to end for whatever reasons. And I just find that strange because there was so much of it that I just couldn't stand. I mean, uh, the first time I, I walked into my Circle K and I didn't have no damn mask on, that was just, man, it was a great feeling. Uh, and uh, just, uh, you know, yesterday I ran up to, uh, oh, I wanted to talk to you about this before I got out of here. Yesterday I ran up to the Hill Country for the first time. Since it went on lockdown, I hadn't seen Kinky Friedman uh, face-to-face in about a year. And he and I usually, you know, I'm up there at least once a month uh, in normal non-pandemic-y times, and so it was really great seeing Kinky. We got a lot of great response on his visit with us on Friday. Uh, he sang a, a gorgeous song, one of his new original songs. It was a tribute to Billy Joe Shaver. And he also talked about uh, Echo Hill, the Echo Hill camp. They, they have a couple of camps up there at the ranch. Because it used to be a kid's camp years ago, a summer camp for kids. And uh, they're doing two different camps. They're doing one for the kids of uh, Gold Star families. And then they're doing another uh, for the kids of, uh, of uh, 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 first responders. It's a complete charitable organization. Nobody's paid. It's, it's all volunteer and it's all donated. And they just want to show these kids who have had a, a real bad hand handed to them, you know, with losing a parent, to uh, have some summer fun up there in the hill country. So if you want to check uh, check out uh, the camp Kinky was t- uh, talking about on Friday, it's echohill.org. 
And so we're going to have him back every Friday uh, at 10 a.m. just to uh, come on for a few minutes and do whatever the hell he wants to do. He's Kinky Friedman, and uh, uh, he's got a lot going on right now. He's written a whole bunch of new songs. And, uh, in fact, when I was there yesterday, uh, which is kind of our tradition, he sang me some of his new so, some of his new songs sitting in his office. And uh, so we'll be hearing some new songs from the Kingster coming up, or at least a new song from the Kingster coming up this Friday. Friday's with Kinky. But, man, you know, and again, I, I said this on Where in Rima in that, you know, most of my life I've had this idea of myself as kind of a loner. And while it's true, I do enjoy a lot of, you know, having time alone. Uh, I, I didn't realize if I come if I came out of this with any new understanding, it was just how vital people are to my life and how much energy I get from the people in my life. And I'm going to never take that for granted again. And, you know, just be with the people in your life, man, and and, uh, and get, back into, get back into something normal. Because that's the important stuff right there. Hanging out with your friends and, uh, and living life, man, living life. Uh, beyond that, <laughs> is that, Chris, does that sound a little not, not too cynical enough for me? <laughs> but it's true. It's true. It's just, it really, I, it, it, you know, this, I think for many, for me at least, this was God's way of kind of rattling my cage for 14 months, waking me up to some stuff. So again, I wanted to thank Alpha Media and Greg and Lance, uh, for, for letting me come back, uh, and, and be here in the studio. And, uh, my good brother Trey joining him back in the studio again this morning. And uh, thank you, Chris. And thank you, Elaine Rodriguez. And thank thanks you to... for showering. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do it every day from here on out, I promise. Thank you, Don Morgan. Uh, and Trey, of course. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.